Do you have a pile of work to do that you just can't motivate yourself to get done? We all go through periods where we struggle to get through our tasks, whether they are big or small. Even if it's something you do every day, it can be hard to motivate yourself to get started. In today's episode, we'll talk about practical ways you can get up off your couch and get it done. Welcome to Empowering Productivity, the podcast that empowers you to break the mental chains that keep you from producing. Here are your hosts, Keely and Austin Reason. Today, we want you to feel motivated for what? Whatever it is that you're dreading or put off. For me, it's always dishes. Um, so this could be housework, like I was saying, some area of your personal development, or tasks that you need to do to get your job done, or like some combination of all of that stuff. The problem with not feeling motivated to do one thing, though, is that can actually keep you um, from doing other things that maybe aren't so hard for you to do. So maybe you wouldn't normally put off the dishes, but you are because you don't want to make dinner or some other thing. And that's the problem with not getting things done and not being motivated to do them. That's right. It's that uh, that guilt spiral that we often talk about, and so kind of the the opposite of the guilt spiral is just getting started. Right, um, using a a positive feedback loop. So um, I, I kind of stole this from a friend of mine many many years ago. The first law of Austin Dynamics states that an Austin in motion tends to stay in motion. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's true when um, when you are doing a task when you're being productive. Productivity leads to productivity. And the cool thing is that it can snowball. Just like you can have the guilt spiral where it's a negative feedback loop. So you don't, you know, you miss a deadline. So then you feel bad, which means you're not motivated the next day. So then you get more behind and then that makes you feel worse and blah, blah, blah. You know, and you spiral downward. You can also spiral upward. You can, you can snowball. So do something. So our our first tip would be do anything that makes you feel productive, that makes you feel accomplished, that check something off of your to-do list. And as Keely said, sometimes uh, productivity begetting productivity can cross um, boundaries in our life, right? So just like getting those dishes knocked out might give you that burst of motivation that you need to get the thing done at work, you know, and, and it can it can feed other areas of your life. So do something that's going to help you feel productive, help you feel accomplished, could be, uh, you know, clearing out your inbox, Right? How many, oh man, the the productivity mantra of inbox zero. You know how how many of us have you know ever reached that recently? Maybe go in and knock out those emails that you've been sitting on that you've been meaning to you know respond to or get back to or whatever. Uh, take the the meat out of the freezer to thaw for dinner or to thaw for tomorrow's meal or whatever. You know, like something as as small as that. Starting a load of laundry. You know, the the worst part of laundry is not putting it in the washer. It's, it's actually folding. It's it. the folding that I, you know, I would rather take a beating than fold a bunch of laundry. But if you put it in the washer, hey, you've done something, right? It wasn't that hard. So a couple of weeks ago, we, uh, so here, here in Texas, uh, this, this, by the time this comes out, this will be old news. But we had a once in a century winter storm, and in preparation for that, I made the mistake of walking out into my garage to look around for a minute. 
About two hours later, I had hung the bike racks that I've been meaning to do for two months. I swept the floor. I rearranged all the emergency supplies, uh, emergency supplies and started designing the new shelving units that I was going to put in. Right? All I did was go out there, and I don't even remember what started me. Right? I was like, eh, let me you know, clean up this shelf so I can see what's here, you know, to make sure we have enough batteries for our flashlights or something. And that simple act led to me going, well, you know, while I'm here. <laughs> and this been, is all been, great and fine when you're not actually using your motivation as a way to not oh, yeah. do other if things. The, yeah, if you're piddling so that you don't have to do the actual tasks, that's not good. But this was all stuff that, by the way, needed to get done. Part of what happened was we needed to clear the garage out to put the car in there to get it out of the ice storm. And so that was going to be a task, right? And so all of these little things, I, like I said, I ended up like sweeping the leaves out of there before before it was all said and done because I used that that positive feedback loop of starting with something small and it just snowballed into, man, I got a lot accomplished in a short amount of time. You know, the next thing that you can do that will help you is to create daily habits. So my friend Ryan over at The Morning Upgrade talks about doing morning uh, routines. Mm -hmm. And he says that, you know, creating that daily habit will actually cause you to make different decisions throughout the day. So some of the things that we do around here is um, we always get up and get showered and get dressed. I try very hard not to come out of the room until I'm ready for the day. Otherwise, I will actually get very distracted and run around and do all this stuff. Oh, she's she's terrible. If if she I doesn't really, eat breakfast first thing when she walks out of the, yeah. the, 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 the bedroom, she will not eat breakfast for two hours because she's like, right. well, real quick, let me just do 15 chores, you know. Yeah, I definitely, that is when, dis- that's when going into her room and like just running ahead and doing things maybe isn't the best. So I always make sure I'm showered and dressed (laughs) for the day. Um, And then I have other habits I do, like make our bed. Like we usually make our bed every day. We get the stuff put away so the bedroom is functional. A lot Mm -hmm. of times I take calls in there so I can't have stuff all over the couch. And then I come out to the living room and now I'm, you know, straightening all the couches out there and all the blankets and pillows and, you know, straightening up. But those things really are helpful because it, it allows you to get the momentum going and started in your day. Yeah. It can also just sort of set the tone for the day. Like you said, you know that later on today, you've got a call that you've got to take in this particular spot in our bedroom. We, we have a little uh, love seat thing in our bedroom where we do a lot of our calls. And so if that is clear and ready to go, that is a huge help for productivity later on in the day. And it's a simple, quick thing to do Right at the you know right at the beginning of the day, make the bed, fix the couch up, boom, you're ready well, to go. Well, it's also easier to do those things ahead or to make that as part of a habit than mm-hmm. to come into the room and be yes. like, oh shoot, I'm supposed it's to take a, a call and- right now and <laughs> yeah, I have, get on video. I was running behind. I've got five minutes and I forgot that this area is a wreck. It's that's no fun. So another thing you can do with those daily habits is you can you can kind of daisy chain those habits. So for me, uh, dishes often encompasses cleaning the whole kitchen. Because I start off by clearing the, you know, okay, so I've, I've got to go do the dishes, right? So I need to put them in the dishwasher. Oh, look, the dishwasher is full. I'm going to unload the dishwasher. But the countertop is really kind of a mess. So if I set things there to dry or, you know, set them there so I can move them later, then uh, they're going to get nasty again. So I need to, let me, let me real quick just wipe down the counters. And then while I'm doing that, I have swept things into the floor. So after I do the dishes, now I'm going to like, oh, well, I better sweep up all this stuff here. So if you have like daily habits that sort of lead one into the next that can also help you again. And it's also part of that, that motivation 
that positive feedback, the snowball effect. So daisy chain the habits where one of them just naturally leads into the next, right? Cleaning the bathroom usually means grabbing the laundry basket and taking it out and throwing that in the wash real quick. You know, it's a simple little thing, but it just one leads into the next. Yeah, that's the same way with me. Like if I get a shower, I'm definitely going to get dressed in the clothes that I'm going to do that day. I'm going to do my hair. Right. You yeah. Know, you're not going to find yourself at 2 p.m. and you're still in your night pants or whatever. Right. Yeah. The other thing that we say is that you should create a plan. And the plan doesn't have to be super long and involved, but if you have a plan of what has to occur during the week, it can make it very easy to just do the next thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes the problem with motive, keep, something that keeps you from feeling motivated is when you're overwhelmed. And if you have a plan for the week, then you're just going to do the next step. Yeah. Just What's the, the next thing? What's the next thing? So I I mean, depending on your personality, creating the plan can actually get you going. Like I would say mm-hmm. Austin's more like that. Oh, yeah. Um, if he creates the plan, he's going to be more likely to get started on it. But even if you're not the person that gets motivated by creating the plan on one day or whatever, at least you're going to know what to do when it's time. So when you sit down to work or when you sit down to do the thing, you know what to do. So some people like to create, like for their household chores, they've got a laundry day. There's mm. no surprise. Yeah. They just do laundry. I mean, there's there's no reason to even feel have to feel motivated to get up and do it. You we, know we this is your day. We had to do that day. for our kids. Oh, yeah, we do that for the kids. Yeah, because it was like, okay, your laundry needs to be done once a week. And we tried to be like cool about it, like whenever. And it just yeah, never got whenever done. Whenever you have dirty clothes that are, you have no clean clothes, <laughs> then you, you should when wash you have them. run out. And so we had to say, okay, uh, for you, Friday is your laundry day. And we had to like give each of them a day so they weren't right. all trying to do it at the same time. So, yeah, have, make a plan, work the plan. Yeah, that is very helpful depending on the personality. People. Yeah tend to do that. Now, I'm not super planning person, um, but I do at least try to look at the week about what has to get done because, you know, otherwise I may forget. Mm. I'm not as, I don't remember as much as I used to. So that leads us into the next point of making a priority list every day, the two or three things that you have to do. These are your top to-dos. If you have a plan, then all you do is draw from the plan. What are the top couple of priorities today? This will give you a direction to head in, and this will help you achieve that goal. Um, even if you get very little done the rest of the day, you can at least feel accomplished when you look back at yeah. doing these things. So I really think that the list needs to have like one of those things that you're holding off on, like whatever it is. I don't, right. I don't know how to tackle this. The client didn't give me enough whatever. And it's kind of a spoonful of sugar thing, right? You mix that in with a couple of other things (laughs) that you're good with. And then it's like, all right, well, you know, like if I only have to accomplish these three things and one of them is terrible and I hate it, but I've got these other two things. Yeah. It can kind of, yeah. It does help. I wouldn't say put three things you hate doing on the, you know, like let me put all three of them on. Um, But at the very least, it can help you kind of get a running start if you can if you can cross off one or two of the things early on. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually what I find is if I have a project that's droned on or I have something that I've been like, I need to do that. And for whatever reason, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. I don't know how to do it. Uh, whatever. I don't have time for it. I'd rather do these other things. Generally, I don't even feel accomplished because I didn't get that thing done. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so important to put it on the list because, like, you may not even feel accomplished doing the other couple <laughs> things that you like doing, yeah, but you get easy. that yeah. one thing out of the way. It's like, it doesn't even matter. I feel great now that I got that done. 
Yeah. So another thing uh, that we've found uh, effective, at least for me, uh, around here, meetings tend to highly motivate me. Uh, so, so real quick, our point is not have meetings. Our point is talk to somebody. Uh, talk to somebody about the, you know, if you're, you're stuck in the mud, you're, you're not motivated, whatever, have a conversation with somebody. And I don't necessarily mean go have like a heart to heart with somebody and say, I am feeling this way. You can, if that, if that's helpful, but it doesn't even have to be that. It can just be getting in the room with somebody and talking about the things that need to get done. So for example, Keely and I sit down each week, we have a, a, a weekly staff meeting. We've talked about this on the podcast before. And one of the things that we found, I think, I think we started off doing it on a different day. I don't, I, oh, I know what it was. I think we, we did were, it on Fridays. No, we used to do it on Sundays. We would try and do it on uh, Sunday afternoons so that we knew what to do starting Monday morning. And what I found, it was driving me insane because when I sit down and talk about all the things that need to get done, I don't know why that motivates me. It's, I, I wish I, I could understand the psychology behind that. Either. Yeah. It's just that I see all of this stuff. Maybe it's, maybe it's a little bit of like overwhelm of like, man, there's all these things I'm like, I'm better get to to get rolling. Well, I think it's because it's like some, it kind of allows you to like talk through the plans. And they, and I think you don't typically think in advance about something. So you put yeah. it off because you didn't even think about it. Yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't outlined it or visualized it or, or whatever it is. And so sitting down on Sunday afternoon, we would go over all this stuff. And then I'm like, all right, let's get to work. I'm ready to go. And it's like, no, we've got to like get the kids ready for school tomorrow and like iron the clothes for tomorrow and all these kinds of things. And so we moved that meeting to Monday mornings because just the act of sitting down with someone and talking through things gave me that motivation, gave me that shove. Actually, one of the things that we had to then combat was our meetings would turn into just work and there was never a clear end of the meeting, which I was fine with until one day Keely turned to me and said, are we still having a meeting right now? Because like you haven't said anything for five minutes and you're working, but I still have things on the list to right. talk about. So, I still oh, okay. need to do this. Yeah, it was like so motivating for me. I was like, I couldn't even wait for that to be over with. No. Um, so we had to say, okay, no, no, we don't do things in the meeting. We talk, we discuss, we plan, and then boom, like get right. into it. Um, you know, if you don't have a person that you can meet with every day, I do recommend that you uh, create some kind of community that you can yeah. talk to. So like we have a marriage blog, Love Hip Adventure, and there are a couple of people that are other bloggers that I'm friends with. And so it can be very motivating, especially with a personal blog that's more hobby than um, paid for to say, hey, what are you doing for your blog? How are things going for you? And then have that conversation. It can definitely kind of reignite a fire in you. Yeah, and an example for me that I've been using lately is called the diet bet. And you can just go to dietbet.com and check that out. And, uh, essentially you, you, you plop down some money and say, I'm going to hit this target weight and et cetera, et cetera. And so, so you put the money in there as, as the hook, right? The, now you're invested literally financially. But one of the side benefits to it is that each night I log in to, um, I, I actually, because of the diet bet, I found all these other apps that the same company does. So I have, a diet bet and a water bet and a step bet and like all these different things. And so at the end of the day, I have to log in and report in and check off my goals for the day. But there's, there's this community section where people can post and they like prompt you with a question each day when you're, when you're checking in. Um, or sometimes people will just put random things in there and seeing everybody talking about meeting their step goal for the day 
or what they're doing to meet their, you know, to, to hit their weight loss goals or whatever it is, being in that community is motivating to, to keep on doing the thing. I think we've talked some about Facebook groups about, you know, I'm in a, a, a web, web developer Facebook group. I'm in a uh, podcasting Facebook group, you know, all these things where people are all in there doing the thing <laughs> and it's hugely motivating to hear all these conversations. You can, you can learn new skills or you can, you can pass on information, but also just being in there while other people are talking about the same thing can be motivating in and of itself. So um, I, w- I do want to throw out there one thing about Facebook groups, because I really think it depends on the person. I know that they can be a little distracting to me. Oh, yeah. And worrisome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are in a hedgehog group because now we have a hedgehog. And all <laughs> week long, everybody in Texas has been freaking out because they yeah, are trying the to keep their hedgehogs, outages, yeah. you know, nice and warm or whatever. It actually can be a little distracting to me. I tend to hide the groups and just go look at them when I am not, you know, like when I have time mm-hmm. to give to it. So I really think you have to be careful about yeah, the community it, yeah. aspect of things because and talking is it can actually wreck productivity. So all things in moderation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know what helps in talking to someone about the thing that you're trying to get motivated to do? It's actually having somebody to talk to. If you're at a point in your your business or your freelance or your side hustle or whatever it is where you're growing and you need a team to help offload work, to have somebody to bounce ideas off of, to have somebody that's talking about the thing you're talking about, doing the thing you're doing, R5 is here to help you out. Email us at contact at R5 website management and you can get started today. Until next week, get out there and start breaking the mental chains that are keeping you from producing.